previously on Experience and Gold. Hi, Miss Piper. Oh, I, uh, I, I didn't see you there. Hello. It worked for me. I'm worried about Ruth. I think she was nervous about Roy coming over. They're siblings. Ruth used to be a field agent, which means he just did something really bad over there. The drawings that you had done, the sort of ward against specifically your Aunt Mab, it has not been broken, um, but you feel like the membrane has been tested. My name is Ruth, and I understand we know each other. Come along, catch a half a lump, sip with me on a muddy clump. We'll sing a song of days gone by. Run along now, don't be glum. Get you gone now, have some fun. Don't be long for the end is nigh. Don't let moments pass along and waste before your eyes. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Experience in Gold, a tabletop role-playing game podcast. I am your host and keeper, Connor. Joining me, as always, are Sam, Keith, and Nick, playing Valerie, Sheevan, and Arthur, respectively. Say hi, guys. Sup, homies. That works. Yo. Greetings, lads. Good that evening. also works. Keith, do you have one? Do you have a fun one to share Keith with the class? Nod. Keith said I, yo. yo. I said he yo. He said yo. Okay. Well, I, to, to have him say know, it a second time, time would be would be bringing it down and bringing it up. Ma. That's a dance move. No, it's it's a yo-yo. All right, so last time. Please <laughs> insert cricket noises there just for me, please. Thank you. <laughs> when last we left our hunters, they were in the middle of a conversation with uh, one Ruth uh, who has taken up residence inside the body of uh, local librarian Laurie Piper. And we are going to pick local up librarian Laurie. What's no. going on? <laughs> my brain, my brain went. A conversation with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> a conversation of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who has well, taken up, who has taken up residence inside the body of a local librarian, <laughs> as she's Lori wont Piper. to do. Look, if she decided to do that, I'd be like, that is well within your rights, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You do hey, what you need, Ruth lady. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, find yourself a younger body so you I can need you stay to live where forever. you are. I need you to live forever. Please. So before we get back to that conversation, because there was a spicy bombshell dropped uh, at the end of last episode. Sheevan spicy bombshell had... is what they called me in high school. That's my joke, you bastard. And I stole it. I had lots of friends in high school. That, oh. Um, Sheevan had done a use magic to, uh, do some, some arcane trickery on one of the tables inside the library. Uh, and before we, we left off, Sheevan rolled for that. Sheevan, what did you get? That's right. I got a 12, a three plus a six plus a three. All right. Have you ever gotten less than a 12 for your magic? Yes. Yeah. I got an 11. (laughs) I have gotten even as far as, uh, I think an eight or a seven. (laughs) <laughs> she even rolls really well for magic and it kind well, of frustrates me <laughs> and and like in order to get to a seven i have to roll a one and a three or two twos mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right so That's uh same. so that is a full success on that magic what are you trying to do with your arcane trickery on this table uh well i i made a, a nice big circle mm-hmm. that creates one little bubble mm-hmm. i think a little circle inside that bubble all right so an additional bubble an additional layer of protection yeah okay specifically around this building uh specifically around this part of town okay all right you can tell that it has worked okay. i've seen nothing um, no, Stephen's just been yeah. like scratching at the at the table, and uh, now there's a slightly darker line in it. Mm-hmm. So while Stephen is doing that, Arthur, uh, Ruth has looked at you, and with a a stern, uh, solemn expression, said, 
We fucked up. What happened? The... We found something. Um, and you, you you see her, her eyes kind of uh, go back for a second. Um, uh, and you hear Laurie Piper's voice. Um, uh, G-N-I-T-O. Uh, back shelf. Um, and Ruth uh, stands up. One second, I need to, to grab something. It'll make more sense. Um, All right. Walks over to a shelf, uh, bends down, grabs a book, uh, and... Is she thick? She's like 60! <laughs> <laughs> no, she came over no. in in, yeah. the, in 78, and she's I'm two, so she's her... 32. I'm picturing mm-hmm. her way older than she is! <laughs> she's 32. Yeah, she's yeah. she's around 32. That's like My question about the same stands. age as Arthur. I think she's pretty mm-hmm. slim, kind of like a stick. She's, uh, I think the way I've described her, she is, she is shorter. Um, she's got a, a stout, she's got a wider build. Um. So shorty thick. I guess. Don't say that! (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Shorter, wider woman, hair put up in like a, a, a bright red beehive hairdo with the, the triangular librarian glasses. Um, so Ruth gets up, goes over to the, picks up a book brings it back, um, puts it down on the table, and sitting in front of you is a uh, an English-translated version of a graphic novel um, written, released in 2005, actually, uh, by Junji Ito, uh, <laughs> known as uh, Hellstar Ramina. Um, she... Oh, you son of a bitch. She sets this book down in... Your world, this is a work of fiction. And it's not accurate. Um, and she starts, like, flipping through it, and you you sort of, like, piece together just from seeing what's happening on the, the page. There is this... The story follows a uh, a girl whose father was a scientist, discovered this star in the sky, um... And from the second that the father discovered this star, it began getting closer to the planet and eating everything around it until eventually it got to the planet itself, caused uh, a shit ton of madness uh, until eventually the world was ended. Um, A work of fiction that for us, and she gestures to herself and to Beth, um, is very reminiscent of how our world ended. Not the exact particulars. These people survived a lot longer after the star made contact with them than we did, but I close enough that did... it's interesting. Oh, no, continue. So I assume that the star did not lick the planet then. No, the star appeared in our world and everything was on fire. Valerie, didn't you say something about that? Oh yeah, we gotta start coming toward us. Oh yeah, in the dream, here. you look up, you see this red purpley star, it's getting closer. Oh yeah, it's coming. It's coming. You know I was meaning a... about the fire... Oh yeah, I mean like I had I went to the few I went to a different time from you guys and everything was on fire and burned down. So like I assume it's come. It, it's gonna burn shit down. But you said that it the star is getting closer to here. Yeah, I looked at it last night. In the in the dream, I assume you mean. Mm-hmm. Hey, were you on the island? I was. Yes. Alright, that's all. Keep going. Sorry. Just curious. Um we go hey there mm-hmm. at night i have a question you need to confirm that so beth goes to the island i haven't asked her i didn't see beth last night but presumably if the transference was successful then yes she would appear on the island with us has there been anybody there since we've arrived 
that didn't make quite much sense for them to be there, was not from your guy's world, from another world, or another no. place? Uh, no. The, okay. the island, as far as what we had originally planned, exists as a beacon. It helps us figure out... It, it helps our souls figure out where we need to go. It's a tracking signal. Yes. There's something in the lake that glows and helps us guide ourselves here. Hmm. I'm going oh. to get back to the thing in the lake. I'm gonna just go is back. it in the lake or is it a well? Well, the, <gasps> the, the well is built above the entity. Oh, so it's a, it's a living thing. As far as, um, as far as we were aware on our, well, on another version, it's, it's complicated, but yes, we believe it's alive. Sentient. Sentient, not sapient? Yes. Okay. That's a very important distinction, as I'm sure you're aware. Very. As a field agent yourself. In a in another life, now I'm a simple librarian. Must be nice. It has its perks. So what exactly did you fuck up? We and she uh, she again gestures to the book. Um, the part about a scientist dis- discovering a star and it making its way to our world is accurate to what is presented in this um, fictionalization. We discovered something out in space, one of our outposts, our, our, our research installations... Um, in space had attempted to no on on earth but with um well i i don't see why i need to beat around the bush our bellhaven uh we discovered the star and were studying it when we began to notice it getting closer wait your bellhaven was an observation site yes for aegis yes was Aegis public knowledge in your world? No. No, okay. no. Far and away from it. Um, we did what we could to keep the strange... strange. Hmm. Like like Austin. What? Hey, keep what? Austin weird? You been to Austin? <laughs> Austin, Texas? Isn't yeah. that Portland? God damn it. That, took, that, mean, that got me. <laughs> that got me, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I suppose, um, yes, uh, we, Bellhaven was a outpost that we used to examine both our solar system as well as experiment with the, um, the void between realities. If I'm correct, our experiments are what initially drew the star to us. And by using the data from those experiments to change it into a way to transfer your souls into the, for lack of a better word, matching souls here... If what Valerie says is true, that the star is getting closer, you've brought the star here. It might just be coming for us next. Who knows what time has elapsed between their world and here, their snow globe and our snow... You know what I mean. Yes, I know what you mean. It could have killed hundreds of other places. We gotta defeat a star, huh? I, again, 
the fact that and she she gestures to the the book the fact that this book this this fiction exists in your world could be a portent that what happened to us won't happen here mm. and that's what i'm hoping that's and uh um if it's getting closer that means it's coming for us she uh she kind of uh um like you see her ball her fist sort of a little bit i'm uncomfortably aware of that but we need to get everyone here before we can start another evacuation otherwise they'll be left behind yeah, it's the only, it's a funnel, you know. So you, who was evacuated the first time? Assuming that yours was the first time. It was. Okay, um, that's important the, to know. The Bellhaven scientists, um, myself, who was stationed there as a field agent at the time, and those that the people you have listed thereof had emotional attachments to as well, I assume. My brother, I believe that's what you're getting at, yes. He's safe. Where is he? I can't tell you that. And why not? Valerie? No. What? what? I'm, I'm saying... I have a question, I guess. It worked for you and me and Beth and... <laughs> and Lori, what made it work, though? What made it not work with Roy and Matt? Like, there's gotta be something. It went wrong for some reason. How do we make it go right? Is it the wrong person? Is it, like, speed dating? Like, what's it? Should I set up a line of people and we can just, like, introduce Roy to all of them? Like, <laughs> do, Before do you, you go on, Valerie, Roy's twisted. Roy well, has failed is, a lot. He's not correct anymore. But he's still in there. He's... He is still in there somewhere, because if he wasn't, I don't think he would have waited. He put Matt in a fuel cell. And chose to leech off of his life essence instead of trying to commingle. Uh, she is is staring at you. My brother didn't do that. Whatever he, he became, whatever that thing was, was not Roy. Yeah. The then you are saying that your brother is dead. Uh, a, a book flies off one of the shelves in your direction, Arthur, and kind of, it does, it just sort of bounces off your armor. Yeah. Um, pay, like, not even flinching, doesn't even mm -hmm. move from it. Mm -hmm. But she I flung is up an arm staring daggers at it. you. I was like, she's gonna try to deflect it, but I didn't have to. <sighs> My Look. brother is still in there. Mm -hmm. That's probably true. Arthur, I don't want you... To, you both, like, don't argue morality about this because, like... There isn't a question of morality. Mm-mm. Ruth. Right, Sheevan? No question of morality, yeah? I am an expert on morality, and Sheevan is, like, right next to you guys now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So but, <clears throat> Ruth, you're familiar yes. with our line of work. I am. You are aware that when something is dangerous, a threat, hazardous, disrupts the natural flow of order, it must be contained. Yes. Yes. And kept alive at all costs. Yes? You, you did it, Arthur. You got something without killing it. Yes, I'm aware. Sorry, we just didn't celebrate this. Look, I agree with we need to keep people alive. We should get alive. a cake. We, need, we should get a cake. Is there a bakery Stop in it. town? 
There is a bakery. Stop it. We know this is far it. more important. The entire world is going right, to end right. in Lord only knows how many days. Look, we should always. Yeah, have that's cake. always at risk. Ruth? More reason to Yes, think. I'm aware it's always at risk. Why do you think I'm always so serious about everything? If it ends, it ends. Uh. Regardless, Roy's alive and we want to put him in someone where we can do what. Roy is doing. not alive. Roy is not here right now. We don't know where Roy is. The truth is that Yeet is very much alive. We Am gotta I wrong, filter it. Ruth? Just filter it out. Filter out the bad clown parts. Yes, Val, you're not helping the situation. I I'm am sorry. helping the situation. I'm saying this isn't a fight you need to have right now. Maybe you should let his sister talk and weigh in on the situation. You've contained that thing. Yes. I'm not going to tell you how. I'm not going to tell you where they are. Because as you know, I refuse to let emotion compromise the mission. She, uh, um, she thinks, uh, thank you for not killing him. You're welcome. I, uh, I know my brother's still in there, somewhere. And you know what? We're going to find out. But you know as well as I do what the Aegis puts people through. Puts beings through. Puts things through. Puts places through. You're just going to have to have faith in him. He's either going to come out better or worse. Or the same. Now we've got all our bases covered. No, he's not going to come out the same. Sheevan, no one comes out of Aegis the same. I want to talk to him. No. I don't think he can talk right now. Yeah, no, he's, uh... What did you Running circles. Him? See, I know our line of work... I know that means something has happened to him. Tell me what it is. If he you is want me, if you want me to trust you on this, then so I need Roy to know what's happening. Roy is an electrical being, correct? If that's what his soul turned into, then yes. Your eternal or your ethereal electric. Your eternal ethereal transmission will continue you. on loop. Correct. Ooh. Um. <clears throat> Copper is an excellent uh, conductor. Extension cords use copper as a conduit. He's on the wires. He's in an enclosed loop. Unable you have his, you to have his soul trapped in a loop. Yes. Uh, and as this description is going on, Shivan is doing circles in the air with their finger. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. I love that. Thank I you. I don't think he has time, nor patience, nor temperament to talk right now. We're going to let him think about it for a while. Roy this is the wasn't the best a... option. Roy was a... He was a communications operative at base. That's why he was drawn to Matt. Someone he wasn't who sends a, out transmissions. He wasn't a fighter. He wasn't a monster. Well, mm. not before Arthur. Yes, Stop Roy wasn't a that... monster. Yeet was a he monster. He wasn't, but he is. No, Roy was is and was not. Yeet is. How is it this? She even like st stares straight at at Arthur. How is it dif this difficult for you to get the grasp that there's you know multiple states of being for a single entity in a single consciousness? <laughs> Sheevan, I am well aware. It's called life. Yes, I'm well aware. You humans. Regardless, my brother is somewhere. He's... And as long as he's not causing harm, and as long as he's currently safe, that's what matters to me right now. So let's put a pin in this, 
and put a pin in it. I will talk to the higher-ups and see if a special visit can be done. Let's stop but talking you... in circles. And I know very well <laughs> Still how doing difficult that. that can be. Still doing the circles in the air. Uh, Good. Who? What was Beth's job? Beth was... We were we were familiar. Um, Doctor Bell was of course one of, she was a doctor. Look at her. She was one of the chief scientists uh, at the Bellhaven installation. Valerie, didn't you say she appears to you as a child, though? Yeah, she was a kid for a long time. We thought it was best for us. It was actually Doctor Bell's idea. Um, when we transferred our souls, we would wipe our memories and revert ourselves to a, mm -hmm. um, to a state similar to the state that we arrived in our host bodies so that we could grow with them Yeah. instead of kind of being this weird predatory adult soul inside yeah. of a human child i would not have trusted that as a six-year-old <laughs> yeah but i was six and she was and i was younger i'm sure but i i saw her and it, it, that was what gained trust she was right that's what made it work for you guys and it's hard now because it's anyway and that's why she right. hasn't regained her memories is because for whatever reason she hasn't grown past that we're aging up I assume she's probably rapidly aging now. Yep. I think so. Be careful with that. If you go too far, you'll get wrinkles. I would be so mad if I woke up and the body was like five years older. Believe me, I would love to have wrinkles at this point. You don't have anything, Arthur. You um, don't have a face. And I never will. All right. Who else? Well, I've seen oh. you have you seen the face? I have. Okay, I haven't anyway. seen his I have face, a chin that is visible. Yes, but nothing else. Um, who else is here? Well, there is Doctor Carnahan. I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! I'm the sorry. gatekeeper. Sorry. I, I just, I just yeah. knew it. Yes, um, he was a. Strangely enough, it, it happens every now and again that the um, the the souls, for whatever reason, shared the exact same name. Um, Dr. Richard Carnahan is, in this world as well, Richard Carnahan. Um, I love that. He was a medical officer um, stationed at, at Bellhaven. Mm. I totally called it. But now he's a gatekeeper. What's the situation with Ipsaw? Do you mean the the mayor or in perpetual solitude adventure waits? Well, uh, the squid face yes. or the dude? Yeah. <laughs> this is an inclusive or situation. Ipsa, um, I I suppose I'll start with with ours. Uh, chose to stay behind. To fairies people. Yes. He's your very own Charon. He sent me. That is a very good way to put it, yes. Um, Isaac appears to be his counterpart here in this world. Um, and somehow has been in contact with our Ipsaw. He's the mouthpiece. But they are not the same person. No, but that means he knows. and mm. Mm. That means he has motivations other than what you guys want. And what, I, hmm. I, what we want. Maybe. Potentially. Sheevan, you look like you know something. Mm. Oh, don't worry about it. Uh, yes, I'm going to worry about it now that you have explicitly said that. Well... Maybe, mm, maybe he knows more about what's beneath the well. 
Yeah. Oh, Ipsa in the, in the, you know, the, the one. Thank you, Sheevan. The, the squid face. The mayor. No, not the, the other one. Oh. Um, he uh, was standing Langsaw. by a well. They both are standing by a well. I don't know. I'm just, I've been there recently. Yeah, I mean, the mayor loves to be near that well. What specifically is in the well? We don't know. Lights. A glowing entity that seems to draw people to it. People or souls? At this point, is there really that much of a distinction? Yes. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> yes. Then, to answer the question, yes. Why the hell did they send me on this one, though? Well, we gotta figure out who your counterpart is. You want a buddy? I don't have a counterpart. Think... Uh, and Sheevan... besides, I'm already with someone. Sheevan's just right next to Arthur, of course. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure you're here because you know her. And looks over at Val. I scowl. <laughs> I'm... No, no, both of you are here because you know me, though Valerie has extenuating circumstances. I think Val probably would have ended up here sooner rather than later. I also believe that, too, given of what we have learned. And knowing your organization, they might have just sent you here to get her here faster. Regardless. I have anyway, she even walks over to a book and starts in the children's section and opens it. <laughs> What's the next step? What are we doing? What's the plan? We're all together. We got Carnahan. We got you. We got me. What we doing? Well, there are still some of us who haven't made it over. Um, Kevin, over uh, Kevin is still on the other side. Kevin, um, Kevin, Kevin. And we are going to need to wait on another new dead person. Body. Well, we're going to <laughs> need to wait on the next iteration of his soul to show up um it might be a while since he has his soul's been dealt with so recently um was when uh, i suppose let me put it this way kevin was an entomologist uh <clears throat> kevin went bad with the bugs <laughs> Squish. Yes. Yeah, we kind of, yeah. Kevin's uh, recycling. Sheevan is uh, reading The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Oh, oh my God. God. Perfect. <laughs> so, yes. And then our plan is to, well, it was to live here. To Have you not tested... The capabilities of automatons, golems, anything like that? We did, but, well, we kind of lost her. There was, <laughs> there was oh, we a, found um, her. Snappy. Where the hell did you find Snappy? Yeet had her. She went to the circus. Fuck. Like I said, I'm hanging on to him for a while. There's much that I can learn, and there's much that he can harm. Is that the other Amber Moon's mom? Amber Moon was a scientist with you guys. Correct. Oh my yes. god, this is amazing. Amber Moon, if I am correct. The other Amber made the, oh my god. No, it's not that the other Amber. Amber Amber's Moon mom. is the child yeah. of two people that came over from your world. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Valerie is real excited and is jotting down notes. Valerie, you said you had a dream about robots or something, correct? Yeah. So me and Sheevan, right? We had the same dream a couple nights That's ago. That's not your dream, Valerie. Is Beth? That's no, Beth's Sheevan dream. It, it has to be. Sheevan can't have the dream, though. Wait. Wait. What was the, what was the, the dream? There was a table. 
and there was someone working on like an automaton thing on it. Um, it was Though guy, it may have been old scientist yeah. man. Yep. So sp- specifically, just as a reminder, Sorry. there was a uh, there is a um, uh, older middle aged man, graying red hair and red beard, wearing a green suit, working on an automaton. And in oh, the yeah, dream, it uh, the the man turned to you um, and started saying something, but you weren't able to hear him because of a uh, a low roll um, on that specific dream, um, and. At that point, you hear uh, hear Beth for the, the first time since you've woken up today. Um, in your head, his name was Shannon. It was, it was Shannon working on the project. She even has moved on to the very quiet cricket. Oh my yeah, god. Uh, yes, we um, was one of uh, Dr. Moon's lab assistance snappy it's funny um what does snappy stand for uh synaptic network and personnel interface and it no one would go and do it except someone is in it yes who is uh, um that i'm not actually sure of uh snappy was fully functional by the time that i arrived at Bellhaven. um the that specific experiment happened before the star was discovered which is after which was after um or which was when i got sent to observe and assist you were sending people over before the star even appeared they were a, a scientist insula- they were a installation of ours we Here. needed to make sure if the, no. the kind of experiments they were doing was dangerous so we wanted to make sure if anything went wrong we had field agents there to contain or eliminate the threat where was this experiment the experiment was taking place here not he- <laughs> your our, bellhaven our bellhaven yes okay and That's those ex- and those experiments of transferring human souls into automaton bodies were occurring before we discovered the star. So you just happened to be able to have that information on hand and used it as a prototype. Yes. Well, clearly it works. Yeah. And I think you would know as well as I do that uh, it is my responsibility to prevent you all from doing this any further. Like I said before, when everyone is here, our intention was simply to exist. Arthur, your own organization sanctioned this. You're going against your... It is mine. They have the same tenets. They started from the same root. Our world is ash. Our organization is gone. All we want now is a new life. Gotta find the right bodies. The number one tenant of Aegis is to preserve normalcy. And the second is to preserve human life. Normalcy. Yes, I understand that. Normalcy left in their world. And so they did what they have to do. Preserve human lives. However, and he's going to look back over at Ruth. Ruth, Lori, Lori, Ruth. Yeah. Right now, Ruth's in the pilot seat. Yep. It is my responsibility to preserve normalcy and preserve human lives. And as far as I am concerned, you're not humans, you're Langians. And what you're doing is very abnormal. I understand that I can't just start wrenching bodies out, or wrenching souls out of bodies. 
but it is my job to prevent any of you from continuing to do this. At a certain point, and she evens back with uh, three or four children's books in hands. Uh, <laughs> at a certain point, what uh, is it? When is it more beneficial to your organization and to you to allow six abnormal individuals to exist to prevent them from further harming human life? How many people have come over, Ruth? Uh, successfully? Yes. Three. No. We got three. Right here. Roy told me before either of you came in to help me finish subduing him. He alluded to a much, much higher number. Twenty of us have successfully completed the transference. And how many have not? My brother, Kevin, and Ipsa. Look, Arthur, I understand. And Shannon. And Shannon, maybe. Shannon might be around. Uh, Arthur, I understand that you have some moral misgivings here. I don't think they matter right now because maybe we just get three people off a dying world and stop our world from dying. If we close off this so-called bridge between our world and theirs, it stops that star from coming over here. Does it, though? We don't know that. I have a working theory currently. Well, so you and may be making that, enemies of the only people that have experienced it and may be able to fight back against it. That homing beacon. I'd like that to check glowing these out, please. That glowing living thing oh. in that well may very well be what is bringing the star over here. And our mayor may be the one who's keeping it here. Ours, Earth's mayor. And you know what? <laughs> the mayor of Earth. <laughs> Richard, Richard Nixon, the president of Earth. <laughs> My fellow Let's, Earthicans. We're not there yet, Arthur. We gotta research, Relax. we gotta learn, we gotta talk to people. Let's not make these... Look, when you say that... I'm. I find myself in this position where you're talking about my people now, and it's weird and different. And they don't weren't worry. your people until eight hours ago. Exactly. It's don't a worry. new world. Don't worry, Val. You get used to it and his tendencies. Arthur, I make, keep people safe. Make me Chief. a deal. Do you? Yeah. Ooh. Do I need a library card? Uh, to check these out. The the the, <laughs> the physical mannerisms of Lori Piper return. Uh, no, just it's it's kind of on the honor system. Oh, okay, thank I, you. Can I take oh, the yeah, graphic? Oh, you're not getting those books back. Can I take the graphic novel? <laughs> I uh, uh yeah, yeah sure go ahead. Look, it's I'm usually I'm it. usually against those because it's 2008, but <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, this is research. And I'll, like, slide it and tuck it into my bag. Uh, okay. Steven will then make their way over to the uh, academic textbook areas. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> there's probably, like, five of them. But yeah, there's not there's not a very wide selection. Uh, there's some know, encyclopedias. Like encyclopedias, yeah. textbooks, <laughs> how-to books, yeah. things like that. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of technical manuals and repair books. Yeah, those hmm. two. Let's ambush the mayor. Let's research the well. Let's research the star. Let's keep an eye out for Kevin. I do want one last answer from Ruth, though. Uh, you can tell that Ruth is back. Let's say the situation was flipped. You have your world. The star first came to ours, and we're sending people over to yours. You're in my shoes. What would you do? Me personally? If you were following the orders of your organization, and those rules were what you truly believed to be right. Because if you were born, if, you, if you've worked for Aegis, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're not wrong, Arthur. I 
know that what we're doing goes against the natural laws of your world. But it goes, it, it, it is entirely for everything that Aegis stands for. Because we... if the roles were flipped, we would be doing the same thing over here. We needed to protect who we could. We needed exactly. to save who we could. Every day I wish we spent less time researching and more time preparing more people to do this. 20, 20 people. Out of millions. Billions. 20 people is all we could save. I refuse. I know where you're... I get what you're coming from. I understand. And that's why we agreed that when we got here, nothing else. That's why you've flown under the radar for so long is because you know how we work. You know how we operate. Yes. Why did you spend so much time trying to run away instead of trying to fight? Because by the time we knew what we were up against, there was no fighting it. I need you to point me... I need you to give me every single bit of information that you can possibly give me. Every single person here that can possibly help. That knows anything about this star. Because right now we have a rare occasion... We have foresight, we have knowledge, and we have me. <laughs> I'm here too. Sorry. <laughs> Who has an unfortunate tendency to accidentally kill the things that we try to contain. As much as I hate to say it, your brother was a fluke. I have never been happier to hear that. Yes. Myself as well. Arthur. As contain is my goal. But this star needs to be neutralized at all costs. I agree. And how this next question is answered and which is why I'm going to pose it to everyone. Isaac doesn't know that we're meeting here today. I didn't tell him. Good. He doesn't trust you. That's valid. I don't trust him, so. I wouldn't. Yep. I don't. I don't even know if I particularly trust Isaac. I wouldn't but I do know that he is trying to get everyone here. He's doing what he can to make that happen. Yeah, he's useful now. So what? I'm going to pose this question to all of you. What happens to us once we're here? You know my answer. And she's mostly looking at you, Arthur. Are we going to be forced to return to your Aegis's base and live out our lives underground, hidden away like monsters? I look at Arthur as well. Yeah, what's going to happen? I'm your friend, and I'm part of that. Also, she even will prank you, like, every day until we get out. Like, prob probably, right? 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 You've set terms, obviously. The higher-ups don't like me much. I mean, hell. They, they... What, what, what was the name of the Arch-Marshal? Uh, Arch-Marshal Matherson. Marshal Matherson! I'm not sure who Arch-Marshal Matherson is over in your neck of the woods. She she kind of straightens up at that name. Um, he was my boss. Was he a corgi? He was. All right, yes. there we go. Yep, all right. <laughs> I'll write 
Well, really quick, is he here? As far as I'm aware, he went down with the ship. No, 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 Connor, that's, that's me outside of the game. Oh. Is Archmarshal Ma- Matherson a corgi here? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? That's a great question. Does Arthur know you, this? You have never met the actual head of your organization. Oh, that's the that's so, the head of the organization. The Archmarshal is the head head of the organization. <laughs> so right. he could be a corgi. He could be a corgi. <laughs> he could be a corgi. Yep. Yep. There's nothing saying no. Nope. <laughs> yep. I've never met our Archmarshal. As far as I'm aware, he doesn't even give me orders. So whatever I report. Depends on how much you're willing to help me. She, uh, roll me a manipulate somebody. God damn um, it, I'm bad roll, at that. Well, hold on. I like that. Roll an additional d6 and add that to the total. <gasps> Yay. Advantage. Jerry rigged. Is that a two? What did you roll? Hold on. If, if I can help, I will. She even just pops nope. into existence next to him. Nope. I'm using a luck. I'm using a luck. I'm sorry. I rolled a seven. No, sorry. I rolled a six. Oh, I'm using a luck to bump yeah. it up to a 12. Okay. Because um, this is a very important thing. And uh, mm-hmm. Arthur can suffer some more hits later on if it means that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she smiles um i was kind of hoping to hear that answer if i get as much help as i can if you help me fight this off you and every single one of you from lang the official report is that i went to a small village where there was a cannibalistic star threatening to eat the earth and a bunch of citizens with multiple personality disorder helped me. She uh, um, extends a hand. And I have your word. I extend a gloved, or a, you know, armored hand. Mm -hmm. A gauntleted hand. Okay. All right. I shake. I stand by that. Because as you know, Shivan's my right. job is to preserve human lives. Shivan will appear right between them. His word is binding. It is. Much like my armor. Good. No, that's Thanks constricting. For not... Thanks for not throwing me in the clink, man. Your life is a human life, is it not? That's what I'm saying. We gotta make this successful all the way around. And when it doesn't go right, we gotta stomp it out. And we gotta it's a try very... again very gray area that I am using my authority to interpret. Kevin. Higher ups be damned. <laughs> gray just means you get to pick the colors. Ooh. True. What color you pick, Shaven? Well, right now I'm feeling kind of aquamarine. Well, uh, gray is gray doesn't even exist in the first place. I mean, it's an anomalous concept. I mean, people the the color gray shouldn't even exist. It's mimetic. I'm sorry. Okay. (laughs) Pretty much the entire world has been infected by this mimetic disease. Then everybody interprets gray as an actual color, but gray doesn't actually exist. I wish I could explain it easier to you. That's what I mean. But you get to pick the color. Where's my favorite well, color? Because uh, there's no you color. You see it. Well, Sheevan, you're not infected by it. You can't be because you're not human. Yeah. You pick yeah. the color. You pick the color. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to take this book. Hey, Ruth, you and Beth should, like, get coffee someday or something. I, she hasn't been out very much, but y- you know what I mean. You um, connect when you're both that would, in the world. That would be nice. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. We And she's she's looking at you. I'm, I'm sorry we weren't able to... To talk more today, and uh, that's me, <laughs> Valerie. You hear, you hear Beth um, 
just sort of in a in a soft voice um this is my fault i'm not going to say anything out loud in response to that and she and i will have a conversation about that later don't worry arthur's well aware of this (laughs) but has not said anything um so do you leave uh do you leave ruth's uh do you leave laurie piper's library house Yes, and I do not set a date for them to have coffee. I leave it as a vague invitation. Yeah, right. And as uh, you start she even walking has... away, Arthur's gonna. Didn't you want to sign some books? I run oh. back in and I sign the books. <laughs> you sign the books. Uh, Lori Piper is very happy. Uh, and uh, she even has taken about ten instruction manuals for outdated pieces of technology. Oh, I love you, that. You are going to return those, right? Uh, this happened while they were talking. Okay. And she even put them in hammer space. Okay, good. All right, <laughs> never mind then. Um, um, I do they have any extra copies of my books? Any extra copies? Like duplicate copies. Um, maybe one extra of the Mothman. Okay. What 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 do you call it? I don't know. It's what? called um. I can't call it the thing the that light comes to because it's the Mothman oh. chronic. Yeah, um, one extra of the Mothman book because it's very popular. Um, I'll come up with book titles by the next y- time we play. How about okay. this? A light in St. Louis mm-hmm. of moths and men. Of moths and men. I did also <laughs> consider the Mothman cometh, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know of any. I'll think about it. I like so far Keats is the best because it's not explicitly about mothman um but i'm gonna i'm gonna ask Lori if she can put in an order for the fairy one just because i want one yeah right now i need a copy i'll i'll take a look at it um so as you're as you're leaving um as i mentioned this is kind of on the outskirts of town a little bit and she even you are very aware of the fact that like it's sort of brushing up against your protective ward bubble that you have put Mm. up um around the town and uh just outside of that bubble you see sitting sort of at the edge is a uh a rabbit with uh antelope antlers um just sort of a jackalope just sort of staring in to the town looking at you and it holds up a little paw and does the best approximation of a middle finger that a rabbit can do (laughs) with its paw and then hops away. Uh, eh, Chiefin's probably just going to leave it at that, just staring at a jackalope as they walk outside. Okay. And then I assume you guys walk outside afterwards. Chiefin's mm-hmm. going to turn to you and say, I saw a bunny. What kind of bunny? What color? Uh, well, what, what color do you want it to be? Uh, white, I think. <laughs> 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 and I said uh, gray. Arthur's gonna walk past and just kind of gently pat Val on the shoulder and just go, "It was gray." But you, oh my god, gray for you. I. All right. Um. We'll get you inoculated later, maybe. Oh my god. <laughs> it just okay. means that you'll be immune to the. Never mind. So, uh, I will tell you guys this right now. Um, this is where I planned on the campaign sort of branching. Um, there were really two choices you guys could have made. Mm-hmm. Um, you chose, your path has been chosen. Uh-huh. We chose not to kill everybody. <laughs> is that, is that we what it was? We chose to fight. More or less. And ally. I feel like that decision was really hinged on Arthur. Yeah, you're the only one who could have gone either way because Uh, I'm mm -hmm. one of them and Sheevan doesn't give a shit. Honestly, Mm -hmm. it could have gone the other way for Sheevan depending on Mm -hmm. how their interactions with uh, Mm -hmm. Ruth had gone. Yeah, if Ruth was, like, aggressive. Mm -hmm. Uh, And because of that, that is where we are going to, to drop off for this episode question now we're like yes we're like it's the end of the session no it's not it's the end of the session not of the hunt yes do we get to ask ourselves the questions no that happens at the end of the hunt. no that happens at the end of the arcs 
Oh man! Yeah, like at the end of yeah. a mystery, mm-hmm. did we resolve the mystery? Um, because man, there's a level the up that there's a level up that I can do that I really, really, really want to do mm-hmm. for story Just reasons. Do and what it would Arthur work. does best: fail a lot in a clinch pit <laughs> in a pinch situation. <laughs> I only need to fail two more times. And I would have let myself fail, but the last time, this yeah, most recent no, one I had, yeah. that, that would have that probably, if you had failed that one, that probably would have locked you into the, uh, what I am choosing to call the darkest timeline. Yeah, the bad I don't ending. think Valerie yep. would have cooperated, and I may have had to bring in a different hunter, if that mm. had happened. Honestly. Uh, I would have killed you. She would not have stood <laughs> for it. Accidentally, while trying to contain you. I wrote in my notes, Val gets upset about implying that the people inside are bad. They're not bad. They're just not supposed to be there. She doesn't like that. Well, anyway, thank you all so much for listening Ooh. to this episode of Experience and Gold. Uh, we appreciate it so much. Please give us a follow on social media. We have Twitter. We got Facebook. We got email. Uh, our Twitter is at exp and gold, and it is probably the best way to get a hold of us. Uh, we really want to thank Cosmo Sheldrake for the use of our theme song, Come Along, off of the album The Much Much How How and I. If you haven't listened to it already, please do. It is amazing. It's wonderful. I listen to it when I'm planning stuff out for this campaign. It's um, good shit. It's good mm-hmm. shit. Uh, and until next time, we will see you next time. First the song and then get to where the two ends meet. Come, 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 come along now. Run away from the humdrum. We'll go to a place that is safe from greed, anger, and boredom. We'll dance and sing till sundown at peace with abandon. We'll sleep when the morning comes and we'll rise by the sound of the bird song.